On this episode of Plus Club for November, we discuss Knockout City, First Class Trouble, and Kingdoms of Amalar Re-Reckoning. Before we jump into that, a couple quick reminders that our Game of the Month is still Remnant from the Ashes, so make sure to play that. Come back in like a day or two, and we'll be discussing that on Game of the Month, picking a brand new Game of the Month, the last Game of the Month of 2021, so stay tuned to find out what that is. And yeah, we don't know the games for PlayStation Plus in December, but they apparently have been leaked, so take this with a grain of salt. It might be Godfall, Mortal Shell, and LEGO DC Super Villains, so uh, yeah, get ready to play those if those are in fact the games, and uh, just a couple... Uh, thoughts on that real quick. I've played and finished Godfall, so I will be interested to see how that plays on console. Uh, Mortal Shell, I played the demo of that, and it was pretty neat, so I'd like to play that more. And uh, LEGO DC Supervillains, I have no interest in playing, but I will play it for the channel. I'm sure I'll be fine. The LEGO games are typically okay platformer-type games, but uh, not really my cup of tea. But uh, yeah, overall, if this is true, I think this is going to be a pretty uh, banger-ass month this year because those are all pretty robust games uh, to be getting. So although I've already seen people complain about them. I don't get it. A couple quick reminders uh, to uh, check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. All right, let's get into Plus Club. What's going on, guys? And welcome to November's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth. Joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, we uh, we took a little longer break than normal between episodes. We celebrated the holidays. Um, how In you feeling? In the USA. In the USA, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you guys all had a good uh, holiday if you celebrated anything, and if you didn't, hopefully, you just had a good week. Yeah, hopefully, um, it's just a good Thursday. Yeah, hopefully, it was, it was all right. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I've been. Uh, I'm on vacation for a few more days, so I've been just kind of being lazy. So uh, I feel it. Screwing up my own sleep schedule, which I do every time, thanks to my uh, brain going. You have this free time. You got to use it. So yeah. So I just don't sleep. Well, I don't sleep a lot anyway. So I sleep even less when I'm on vacation. Yeah, so. your sleep schedule's been real fucky lately. Yeah. Going to bed at like 8 a.m. and shit. Yeah. It's too too fucking early, dude. I'm too old for that shit. I do that. And I feel like I feel horrible for like two, three days. It's fucking stupid. I, I think I could insert the meme of "that's my secret," but <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Say I'm always tired. So, um, I'm doing pretty good too. Cool. I uh, I've been in a perpetual state for like two days now of just being full, <laughs> which isn't good or Holidays. healthy. And I don't suggest people just sit there and eat food. But when you get a lot of good food around, I celebrated two Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. So, um. That was fun, but but rough. On uh, I just feel I feel like I'm fucking strong lethargy right now. I just want to take a nap. Um, but on that it's been a good week, and uh, yeah, sorry for the delay on the episodes. It's been a busy week for us. So, with that said, uh, we got to do Plus Club. It's the end of the month, and we played Knockout City, First Class Trouble, and Kingdoms of Amalar and Re Reckoning. And a quick reminder that we will be doing Game of the Month very soon, uh, talking about Remnant from the Ashes, which we played on PC, and we'll be picking a new Game of the Month, so come back for that as well. And we are going to try and do a Tasty Cast soon to make up for the week that we were doing holiday stuff. So stay tuned for that. All right, so uh, we should probably start with Knockout City. 
Sure. All right. So, uh, if did you play it? Yeah, I played that. Okay. One. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to play Knockout City, it is essentially a dodgeball game. It's a um, team-based online dodgeball game where you and well, you can do like a death match, but um, you and like a group of three or four people uh, versus another team. Uh, there are balls on the map that have different properties, kind of like Mario Kart. They do different things like a multi-ball, a chain ball, um, and you throw balls at each other trying to eliminate the other team. There's other modes as well. Um, you can also uh, roll in a ball and have a teammate pick you up and throw you as a ball. Um, so there's a lot of ideas in this game we both played it and uh yeah i'm dying to know your impressions of knockout city in november okay um so um when this game originally launched i actually um, had already had some exposure to it via some streamers i watch so um, i had a pretty good idea what it was going to be so uh, hopping and playing it myself um, i wasn't very surprised uh like there wasn't a whole lot there to like learn other than how it actually felt and it feels good they did a good job of the controls um the gameplay is it kind of reminds me of rocket league where it is simple to pick up but there's definitely nuance to master for yeah, sure definitely um because i'm sure as many of you know people who are good at rocket league are ridiculous mm-hmm. but, um, you don't have to be that to get into that so this game is exactly that way i think well, the core concept so simple and the controls mm-hmm. are so simple that anyone can play it but yeah it, it has the ability to allow you to get really fucking crazy with it if you want for sure for sure um Man, let's see. I uh, for, well, I mean, for a, a lot of people who who watch the show already know I don't really play a lot of competitive games, which this is 100% what this is. So I already don't have a very big draw towards it. Um, but I do appreciate what they're doing. I think it feels good. The power ups are fun and interesting. They definitely got creative, which I appreciate. Um, especially with the aspect of being able to turn into a ball or jail an enemy and turn them into a ball. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just a cool idea. It adds a little more flair and some more um, ability for tactics, really, um, which I think is kind of needed when the gameplay loop is in its most basic form, dodgeball. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with it having dodge and counter and catch mechanics and stuff like that, um, it feels a little more than just rock, paper, scissors, essentially, which I appreciate because I, uh, on initial glance, kind of just expected it to be effectively rock, paper, scissors. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, other than that, um, I didn't play a whole lot just because it wasn't my interest. I just wanted to make sure I could get a feel for it. Um, it's not a very, you know, it's not exactly a story-rich game, so I wasn't trying to, so, so try to, to d- get through it. So. Dive in a little bit more on on some of the layers of the game. What do you think of the uh, visual style of it? Um, it's not my my cup of tea. Me neither. It looks, I mean, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. It's clean looking, but I hate the style. I think it's yeah. really dorky looking. Um, it looks like they're trying to get like a like a Fortnite. And it's a common um, following, I think, that we both have is so many games follow this. And I get why they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real easy to make sure the game runs really well when it looks that way. It appeals to a lot of people because, you know, it's not necessarily like a very hard style, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, versus like, you know, if you're going to go for ultra realistic, not everyone's going to be into that. Except well, that, so. Even the like futuristic 1950s thing that they're doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is I, honestly, I think is kind of an interesting. It's intriguing. Uh, that like you're playing dodgeball in front of like all these floating cars, like they're in the drive-in or something like that, just like watching. Right. Um, but like, yeah, the visual style, the characters' faces, all that stuff, like it just has a, a visual style. Like I, I do I'm gonna, not like. I'm gonna be honest. In, until you brought that up, 
um, I, I don't think it would have dawned on me that that's what they were going that's for. why I'm asking the questions, because then you can think about it. Because uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's just because of how plain uh, texturally yeah. it is. Yeah, it's kind of generic looking. Yeah. No, no offense to the way it, it plays or it, like it's technical look, mm-hmm. uh, but it is very plain. Uh, just it's just colors essentially. What do you think about uh, the game not having a free form aim and it's just a lock on system? Kind of expected it to be honest. Really? Just well, because when I originally watched it, like I said, it kind of gave me that rock paper scissors vibe. So mm-hmm. I was expecting a, the lock on, hmm. uh, but then when it became a little more complex, I was like. Uh, okay, so there's a little more to this than just that, but um, it doesn't really surprise me too much, especially being on a, a console. Um, it probably also makes it easier too because they don't have to worry so much about implementing aim assist and stuff like that. So, and then it makes crossplay easier too. Yeah, no, I actually uh, would expect a game like this to be uh, like a freeform aiming game, like a third person shooter, but it's not. And I think it's actually better for that, not just because like. Um, to accommodate anything really outside of the game. It's not necessarily about aiming. It's about tactics. It's about, uh, you know, hitting the ball back at them, throwing the ball, curve balling. The game's not about the aim. So it's, it's kind of, uh, to give it credit, uh, a really smart design that the game's more about like movement and, um, just understanding what the person who's throwing the ball at you is doing. Mm. Um, and it's also more accessible to everybody because then even somebody who's not into shooters or a game where you have to throw projectiles or shoot projectiles at people um, can hop in and just get like, oh, it's already aiming for me. I just have to decide how I want to throw the ball if I need to deflect the ball or dodge or run or something like that. Well, and and I think, um, because, yeah, because the PvP focus of it, Instead of having to concentrate on controls, you just concentrate on playing and the yeah. opponents. So. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of things people can do. They can throw curveballs. They can throw mm-hmm. them over walls and shit. And so um, you're spending less time worrying about how to aim at people or if you're going to get like a good shot or whatever. And more so about the strategy that is the main focus. For sure. Of the combat. I actually really, really enjoyed what they did with that. Yeah, th- like I think systematically, it's it's, it's very good. Yeah. Um, just the, like I, I said before, my only complaint is really honestly is the gameplay loop just not for me. But yeah. I do really appreciate. Um, I mean, they went they went with a pretty simple premise, I think, when, and to make a PvP dodgeball game, and they they um, they had ideas, and it, it shows. So um, this is also a uh, an EA indie game. Yeah, and sadly, all their indie games are better than their AAA games. <laughs> And I'll, I'll get into my impressions of this as well, but like uh, in, a, in a moment. But like, uh, I just think it's funny that every time I play one of their indie games, uh, indie, it's still, you know, EA, but like they try and like put money into smaller uh, devs. They invest. Kind of like they it publish, takes two yeah. and stuff. Um, they're all, you know, someone, someone, so, no AAA developer would be like, we're going to make a dodgeball game. But somebody's like, hey, we got this idea and EA happened to fund it. So yeah. it's really interesting. What's well, funny too, because a lot of these AAA companies just have these programs and you just apply for them essentially. Mm-hmm. Publish my game for me. So it yeah. just got approved. But they didn't have their 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 fingers in the pie outside of that. So yeah. Because even though when you're saying like it's not really like your your cup of tea or whatever, but uh because I kind of feel the same way, I appreciate that someone made it because like what do I expect from developers, shooters? Sometimes racing games, sometimes fighting games, even though recently we're getting a lot of fighting games. Uh, definitely third-person action games. Definitely third-person RPGs. Yeah. Like, I mean, it so. literally reminds me of Rocket League. Um, yeah, it's not well, it's, obviously in play, but in yeah. the idea of making something kind of out there 
but still versus. Yeah, there's a bunch so. of these little games that are trying to be like competitive, easy to approach, aiming for everybody type games uh, that can also be highly competitive. It's definitely in the same same area. It's just yeah. it's not cars hitting a ball; it's people throwing a ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's still a oh. sport. Yeah, like this little fun indie sport that everyone can get. Throw the ball at somebody, just like in Rocket right, League, right. hit the ball into the fucking goal with a car, or you know, break the. <laughs> the physics of the game and just float in the sky but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder if people still do that or not they probably that's probably just part of the the gameplay loop at this point so. yeah whatever the meta is these days yeah but yeah i mean overall it, it's um you know it's a decent little game uh it's hard for me to have any like enthusiasm behind it obviously because of my interest but i do think they they made a, a good product um, with a couple nitpicks, I would have even, um, I know you have one I didn't experience, so I didn't want to talk about it, but I will comment on it when you talk about it. Yeah, so uh, jumping into my impressions, um, I'm going to try and keep it short because this game is pretty basic, basic in its premise. I mean, like you throw balls at each other, you try to eliminate the team. And um, honestly, uh, one thing we didn't touch on just, just now, and I guess I'll just bring it up now, this game feels like a brawler as well it feels like smash bros but in a 3d uh, perspective it feels like um um, power stone if you're old enough to remember that game um it feels like a game it almost feels like fusion for that's an even older one fucking it just feels like a party game a brawler game and uh and that was really interesting as soon as i was playing i was like oh this isn't like a third person action game this is like a third person brawler game only Mm. with with uh dodgeballs um and overall, I I enjoyed myself when I played it, um, but I don't love it, and I probably will never come back to it. Um, the things I liked about it, though, is the idea is cool, the premise is cool, the mechanics are solid. They have a really good system here, really good. Um, and when you're playing with friends, which I pretty much did, and played with uh, people in the community and other people, and um, we all played the one mode we're allowed to play, which uh, I'll get into in a sec. Uh, and it was we played for hours. It was fun. Um I mean, because we couldn't do any of, like, the main modes, um, it was just us all fucking each other up with balls. But but it definitely kind of brought me back to, uh, you know, brawlers of the past, um, which was fun. Um, I really like the mechanics. I think it's a really smart system. I think it's simple. I think it's effective. Um, We had a bunch of different people, different skill sets all playing and at some point pretty much everybody got first place at some point like the game really does kind of have that uh you can really get in there and 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 show your skill off but also a lot of things can just happen randomly and it kind of like a a train fucking hits you and kills you or like that person found a ball that's way better than yours or you didn't expect that person to deflect your ball and now they're throwing it back or catch your ball and throw it right back at you um a lot of uh, random dynamics that makes it really interesting. Uh, as I said before, I, I'm not really a big fan of the art style. I don't like the cartoony look, and I don't really like the 50s aesthetic, although the idea of it, I think, is interesting. Um, I just don't think they nailed it. Uh, I really don't like the way the characters look. Um, the maps are cool. They're fun. They're good little arenas. I think it's also interesting. They borrow the Battle Royale circle that the longer the match goes, the circle starts shrinking to make people have to move and find each other. Um, I actually think that's really cool. Um, so the game's got a lot of really cool ideas. And, uh, yeah, you can just invite people in. You can invite more people than you're allowed to play online with, uh, which is stupid. And uh, <laughs> run around your uh, your hideout and just throw balls at each other to practice or get trolled uh by 
certain people. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's got a lot of cool things going on. It's a fun game. My big problem is, uh, there's three modes online or there's three, there's three ways to play online. There's like a free for all mode. There's a three V three mode and there's a four V four mode. Two of those modes are not accessible until you're level five to get to level five. You have to play online and you get experience online only to get to level five to play those modes. We had like six people, uh, playing together when we tried to play together. And we could do private match, but you can't get experience when you play private match. We couldn't play the three v three because we had six people, and it wouldn't put three on one team, three on the other. It wanted six or it wanted three people um, to play, so we'd have to get rid of uh, other. No, we had five people playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd have to get rid of somebody. Then there's the uh, other mode, the four v four, but we wouldn't be able to play it anyway. But we couldn't access it. Um, and then the free for all mode, which we should have been able to play, uh, also had to be like level five to play. So we were stuck play, playing. Um, private mode but here's the also the other stupid thing all the modes in that are also like 3v3 4v4 um and with five people we couldn't play any of those because uh even though there is bot support when you want to practice by yourself there's no bot support for private matches so and it would not let us play 2v3 uh, anywhere so we had to just do free-for-all over and over and over again so it felt completely limited and even though I could respect why they're doing this um, they should rethink how they're doing it to allow you know five friends it lets five people get together it just expects that we all already played online and we all leveled to five and we want to only play free-for-all so they should really start adding modes and adding uh, variables to how many people can play and maybe adding bot support for situations where you do have an off number. It seems really weird that they didn't do that, even though the game does have bot support when you play by yourself. Um, so that was a kind of a big uh, problem because we stopped playing because I was like, I'm kind of getting sick of playing the same mode over and over, and over again. So, right. so outside of that, I'm not going to say small issue. It's, it feels like a very big issue because I want to play this with, fr- with friends. Um, it's a cool game that's goofy looking and has really smart uh, mechanics. I'm glad it got made um, because games like this don't really exist. Uh, it's a cool idea, and I get now why when it came out. I was I was interested in this game when it came out because uh, I looked at it, I'm like, that looks stupid. But then all these people are like, it's really good. It's really good. It's really fun. I'm like, how? That How is that good? And I played it. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's it's not like amazing, but it's definitely pretty cool. Um so I got to to experience that, and uh, yeah, definitely definitely liked it. I just uh, like I said, I don't see myself coming back uh, because the game's not strong enough to pull me back, and also the um, lack of uh, accessibility for different uh, party sizes. It allows you to be in, but not let you play in. Uh, really weird um, uh, shortcoming for the game that I hope they address at some point. Uh, in the near future but yeah yeah i mean and so that was the part like i, I have an opinion on even though i didn't have to deal yeah. with it but yeah what do you think um i do think that um any game if it has you know a ranked mode an online mode and then like private matches or whatever anything that's that's a private match shouldn't be restricted any game i don't care what it is like if if people want to play 1v7 yeah, no, I agree 100%. As long as there's no progression in there. That. Yeah. And, and in the case, and that even in a more restrictive sense, if you have a 3v3 mode and a 4v4 mode, um, 
and the bot's already in the game, even if they're dumb, let them be in there anyways. Like, I don't, I don't see the, the issue in there. in private. Um, in private, specifically. Yeah. I Ranked mode, you do whatever the hell you want, right? That's your your structure for a, a fair system mm-hmm. um, to gain things. But in a, in a game mode where you get nothing, <laughs> um, fun should be... Um, available in all forms. So, or if you're trying to practice because you want to get competitive, like it'd be nice if you could, like maybe there's like just two of you, but you want to play with like a full three on three or four v four, mm-hmm. and the game already has bots in it. Uh, let people add them, yeah, onto the teams. Yeah, and then um, I guess just as like a, uh, you're not gonna listen to me. I'm not your demographic, anyways. But uh, something I, I would probably like to see in games like this, anyways, is. Um, have some other modes available outside of just like versing each other. I could very easily, especially going back to the bot thing, you could have four people just sit there and see how long they can have one life against bots just that they keep coming in. And it would essentially be Call of Duty Zombies at that point. So, like a horde mode? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't see why that couldn't just be an extra thing for people to do. It doesn't have to give you anything other than just bragging rights. Look how many rounds I made, how many points I got, etc. So people yes, will some, do it. Some kind of co-op mode would be cool, yeah, for sure. So, and they could totally do it. There's plenty of things they could come up with. Yeah. So um, something I always think is weird when people make, um, and I think the same as you know when someone makes a game that's purely um, co-op, like. Uh, if they want to add like some kind of multiplayer th- component to it or whatever, or versus, um, you could throw it in there for people who want that. Just don't let it detract from the main thing. And same in this case. Obviously, you guys want to do versus, so. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to have. It's nice to have choices. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so. I mean, if I ever, and it's not gonna happen, but if I ever made a game that was online multiplayer, I would make sure there was a co-op mode in it, just because it's something I always am like, this would be great with the co-op mode too, because then you get more people able to play it yeah um so yeah i agree anything else nope all right let's jump into recommendations i will start i would recommend this to people who like games like rocket league or other um simple to understand but hard to master um uh, competitive games online it does have a similar vibe i'd also recommend it to people who like brawler type games like smash bros and party brawlers you know i'm talking about like Games are just running around, just like having fun, throwing things at each other, hitting each other, stuff like that. Um, I would definitely recommend it to you as well. If you like team-based games where team strategy is important, um, I would recommend this to you as well because there are uh, situations where you can roll yourself into a ball and be used as a ball if somebody doesn't have a ball, and that's something that you have to talk to your team to communicate. Um, or if you've been uh, you know, caged in a ball, you need to tell people, hey, I'm, I'm I need help and someone can come help you. It's a very team oriented game, or at least uh, could be if you were playing with the right people. Um, I feel like dodgeball. I know it's kind of a weird one, but like if you have an affinity for throwing balls at people or getting balls thrown at you, this game was made for you. So check that out. Um, If you like cartoon looking games, it feels like a lot of people are kind of getting away from that now. They're not really into it anymore, or I don't know if they ever were. Um, Or like, you know, uh, interesting 1950s futuristic aesthetic maybe uh, it'd be worth checking this game out although there's like not a whole lot of stuff to unlock visually so don't get too excited about decorating your character all that much um and yeah i feel like mario kart's system of having random abilities to use against other people not the racing part you might like this because <laughs> it definitely uh borrows from that it does feel like mario kart in that sense um 
And yeah. I can't add anything to that. Nothing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then grade it. Um, I mean, outside of my, my taste for it, uh, I do think it is well made. It does have room to improve, I think, especially in the feature department. Um, but outside of that, it, it does exactly what it wants to do. So I'm going to give it a B minus. Fair. Um, even with my major complaint of the whole not being able to play the way you want to play in the game, um, I think it's a really smart idea. I think it does really good in what it's trying to do mechanically. I think it's a fun game, even though it's not really for me. Uh, so I'm going to still give it a pretty strong B. Um, I think it's a solid game. I just really, it's just like a disappointment, like that you can't play certain modes with your friends um, unless you've leveled. And we could have all individually just leveled, I guess, but we didn't want to. So it's, yeah. I guess it's our fault. But uh, yeah, outside of that little speed bump, the rest of it's all really solid, even if I'm not going to play it again. I think it's a really cool idea. I'd like to see a Knockout City 2. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll play it again if enough people are playing. But yeah, I think I'm done. But yeah, it's a solid game. B. All right, anything else? Nope. All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Knockout City. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you not play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? If you did play it, uh, what did you like most about it? Why did you like least about it? Did you run into the same issue that I ran into? Is there a way to fix that that I just didn't see or not, nobody else playing with saw? Um, and, yeah, what do you think of uh, Sci-Fi Dodgeball? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Second game we played this month was, well, I played this month, is First Class Trouble. Uh, quick transparency thing you didn't play it i didn't touch it um like i said this month's been a little busy and you just didn't get around to playing it so i'll be talking about my impressions of playing it i've played it plenty and uh you know of course now that people know you haven't played it you will be talking about what you've seen of it mm-hmm. but it is not his personal review uh if you didn't get a chance to play first class trouble it is a social deduction game uh that's also like 1950s sci-fi it's kind of, month, huh? that's kind of interesting uh where you play as like one of what is it, eight? I think there's eight people. Uh, eight people on a ship that is uh, trying to shut down an AI uh, that is sending personoids after you, which are two people among you who are actually uh, robots that look like people. Their objective is to try and stop you from stopping the AI. Um, and they are uh, sabotaging things and killing people behind the scenes and trying not to get found out. The people who are the real people are trying to find out who the robots are uh, through many different uh, tasks and observations. And yeah, the game has physics. You can throw people around, uh, has objects you can throw, and has a lot of uh, team-based tasks that can help or kill people doing them. Yeah, I played it. And I will jump into my impressions of it. Um, actually, how about we go into your... What do you think of the game? You haven't played it, but from no. what you've seen. Um, so, I, actually, you streamed it a lot when it first came out. Yeah, I played this a lot on PC when it first came out. And uh, I watched probably two whole streams of you playing that. Um, so, I mean, I got a pretty good feel for it in that regard. Like like we said, I didn't, I didn't play it, so I don't know how it plays. But um, visually, it... Um, it seemed pretty entertaining. Those kind of games are, are really easy to watch anyways just because of the social nature of them. So every match is going to be different. Um, so it doesn't get as stale as fast. Streaming them is scary, though, because you're talking it's a voice game. You don't know what people are going to say. That is always the risk. It's horrifying, uh, dude. Every time I play that game on stream, I'm like, I don't know what people are going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to kind of, that's, that is tricky, especially because um, specifically Twitch is mm-hmm. very sensitive to that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it it is pretty much you know exactly what you said. It's it is a uh, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Among Us. It is a 3D game instead of a 2D game. Yeah, I've uh, been clear about that. So uh, it is it is a different vibe in that regard. So you actually have to like have situational awareness to figure out um, who the effectively the killers are or the saboteurs. Um, so yeah, uh, it I don't know. The one thing I, I noticed right off the bat is um, if. <laughs> It visually comes off a little, how do I word this? I guess janky um, at first. And they maybe it looks a little different now, but. Um, it's actually, they've done so many small things since the last time I played it that like, it's, it, it, it's not a new game, but it almost feels new. It's crazy. I mean, that's good that they're working on it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like the, one of the things that I kind of, uh, I guess stood out to me the most is when I watched you play. Um, when things would go downhill, whether you were the the personoid or you figured out who it was, is like you said, there's physics to be able to throw things. And I would just notice people all of a sudden like grab things off tables and start chucking them at each other and yep. stuff like that to buy time, essentially, mm-hmm. while people um, either restrain or uh, get a task done. Um, mm-hmm. So it does add an extra element there because uh, to compare it to Among Us, uh, in Among Us, you just run. That's all you do is run away and try to to get everyone to, to on the same page to get rid of the person. So. The the genius of Among Us is the simplicity of it. Kind of mm. like the last game we talked about. It's so easy to play it. Yeah, it's yeah. all the mental strategy. Um, and the game really has simplified simplified what you have to interact with. It's just move around, observe, do simple, simple tasks. And be good at lying. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, First Class Trouble is a more complex game. Um, it still has the same strategy involved, but mm. there's just more tools to utilize in the game, like airlocks that somebody has to hold the door open. And so you have to, if you go into it, you have to hope that guy's going to keep it open or if they right, shut right. it, it sucks you into space. Um, well, and the other thing like that, that I remember too, is um, at the end of that map, it, it only has one map, right? It might have, more it has, now. it has multiple segments of the ship. It has the first section, the second section, which is random, and the third section is the finale. Which always has the bridge, right? Yes. Okay, so the bridge is they the They need part, to add a new one. Um, is another one of those things where like you need multiple people to operate the thing mm-hmm. in order to cross it. And so if you wanted to kill someone, that's one of them situations too. And because it's the end of the game, you can kind of get real sneaky right there too. So. Yeah, I've seen a lot of t- like that that especially if nothing's been figured out, that's normally like the big finale. Like somebody's got to act. Yeah, uh, like a lot of times I get really defensive when I'm at the end because I just like get low and kind of wait for people. And I literally tell people I'm like, "Do not get near me." Yeah, I will fucking throw you over the and rail. It, and it really does remind me of when um, and I can't remember the exact amount of people, but if you have X amount of people left in Among Us, it's like okay, we have to decide. There's mm-hmm. no yeah, you're launching them out the yeah. the the airlock so. It has the decision has to be made, and that, that's what that bridge kind of reminds me of. It's like it's decision time. Yeah, well, every, between so. every section of the of the ship, there is that decision. You can launch people out the airlock too. Yeah, yeah. But people try to be responsible about it because if you launch people who aren't the the personoid, uh, you get deductions. So when you're screw up all them co op things too, that need to be done. You're gonna screw that up, and you're also gonna make sure there's less of you and more por- personoids. It's just not a good thing to just willy nilly kick people into space. Uh, so there's no it's just like in Among Us, you don't have to make that decision. It's just kind of waste time doing it yeah um but yeah anyway yeah um and i mean so overall i mean i think um it's a good take on the the genre um it does new things which is important um 
and it still has that core concept of escaping alive while communicating, um, whether you're good or bad at it, uh, while keeping the intentions, uh, hopefully on being escaping. Um, even if you are the, the Sabbath, uh, the personoid who is trying to kill people, you still want to come off as, you know, as if you're trying to escape. So, mm-hmm. um, my problem and big reason I hesitate to play these kind of games. I don't want to talk to people. It's really that simple. I don't like versus games anyways, but I, uh, I'm the type of person and I'm sure there's people out there who, uh, get frustrated with people like me, but I don't want to turn my mic on. I don't want to talk to you. So the thing about this game, that's really, really interesting is like, you can get into a room and there's just annoying people or you can get in a room where like people get emotionally pissed. Like yeah. I, I've ran into it and, and that's actually probably the biggest thing I hate about the game is like some people will get like, cause I mean, it sucks in real life getting lied to. Like it, I get it. You know, there sure. might be an emotional impulse, but you have to understand this is the game you're playing. That's the point. And, uh, some people do react. It happens. I don't know. Every one ever out of five games, somebody will get like emotionally angry and start like complaining and bitching and yelling stuff like that. Yeah. You got to detach yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then every once in a while you get into a, a room just full of people who are having fun mm. and you know, whoever the person was were, whether they win or lose, people are laughing and they're going like, Oh dude, that was crazy. Like I, I thought you were like, and that's awesome. Yeah. Like that's always the, the, the good time to be had. Um, I typically when I run into people like that, I try and keep them around. Uh, Cause I'm like, I just want to keep playing with these people for sure. Um, but that is, that is the risk of these games. You're mm. rolling the dice every time you hit random, like, uh, you know, play a new game. It's a, uh, you don't know who you're getting to a, a, a match with. And a lot of times they'll let themselves be known right in the beginning because they start just saying a bunch of shit right when it starts. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's a huge turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and even if they are cool, um, I'm just not I'm not the type to just immediately start talking to someone. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll get into my impressions then. Um, like I said before, I've played this game a lot already. I played it on PC when it first came out, and a lot has changed, which is really, really cool to see. Uh, I took a break for a while because I played it so much, I got burnt out. But um, I wanted to play it uh, on here, not for progression, because you know I've played put more time into the PC version, but more so see how it translates onto console. Um, and... On that front, um, I'm just going to say it. I don't like the controls. They work, but they don't feel good. Um, a lot of your uh, menus and stuff are all, just, all the shoulder buttons. Um, so to pull out like a certain item or to use emotes. And if you play it like, you know, long enough, um, you're just going to get used to that, whatever. But um, uh, with that, accompanied with like how to target people with the triggers and let go and throw it, it just feels encumbered. It feels like just too much is going on up here um and then a lot of the things you interact with are all the face buttons uh like you know square triangle circle stuff like that um grabbing people and again you just memorize it if you played enough but then accompanied with the analog sticks that feel like you know kind of not not very good um I just wasn't enjoying the experience on controller also there was weird bouts of lag I ran into when I was playing on ps5 um I don't know if it's on ps4 is it on PS4? I don't is this know. This is the PS5 game. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> um, yeah, I was playing on PS5, so I was running into a couple uh, lag issues every once in a while. Could have been network, I don't know. Um, but the game looks really good on PS5. It looks just like the PC version. I was like, wow, this looks really clean. Like that's that's great. Um, also, just returning to the game, 
um, I honestly had like, I was so burnt out. I was like, ah, man, I'm just going to play this for the channel and be done with it. Once I started playing it though, I'm like, hey, I love this game. Like, and that's a little <laughs> revealing, but like, I was like, hey, this game's dope. I just want to go play it on PC now. Um, they've added a bunch of stuff. Like, uh, when you started on, uh, the original version of the game as the personoid, you would just be a dude standing there and I'd go, you're the personoid. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now when it lets you know, you start as a robot and then you, uh, your body builds around Constructs. you. So you kind of get this sense of like, oh, I am a robot. Um, it's a cool little detail and there's a bunch of little details all over the ship. Now they just kind of add to that experience. There's like gravity boots. Now, um, there's a bunch of, there's new areas. There's like this, like botanist botany area. There's still the pool area that I fucking hate. Um, and they've just added all these small things to the game that just makes the whole game feel more and more and more complete. It doesn't feel when it first came out, I thought it felt pretty finished, but, and the idea was great, but, um, now it just feels so much better in every way. Like they really were, were tightening that game up in the time I haven't been playing, and uh, that translates just fine on on PS5. I was I was enjoying um, kind of exploring all that stuff. It almost felt like a new game again, because um, the last time I had played, they just added the squirt gun, which was rare. And the first match I played uh, since they added it, I I found it and I got to use it. I was like, that's great. Never found one again. So like that's cool, and you just fucking squirt people off of shit it's pretty cool um but yeah so controls i wasn't a big fan of um just didn't feel like it flowed as well as pc um a lot of new people on ps5 because it just came out Mm -hmm. and the only reason that was an issue for me is because it had been out for a while i played i played it for a while i played when it was new then and we're all figuring out now i'm like playing with people who are figuring out again i'm like i don't want to do this again I was playing with people um, the whole time. I'm like, dude, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. One guy got killed right in front of everybody. And the guy was just dead on the ground. And people just kept walking past him. I'm like, nobody cares. This dude's just dead here. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, it was really weird. But, again, the game just came out on console. So, I think. I think it just released, didn't it, this month? I think I think that's why it was a plus game. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, it, that's that was a big hurdle for me as well because I'm just sitting here like going like I haven't played this in a while and I have to explain to people like it, it was rough because people were making a lot of weird decisions based off just you know not knowing knowing the game all too well. Um, yeah, I played uh, and in the footage you're watching, you might notice because I wasn't invested in wanting to play the PS5 version as much as the PC version and playing with a lot of people who didn't know what they were doing, I didn't play very competitively. I was just kind of walking. I mean, one round, I literally, as a human, I wasn't a personoid, I started, like, killing people. And they're like, what is he doing? And I'm like, they're like, he's the person. I'm like, I'm not. I'm really not. But I'm just chucking people anyway, (laughs) which is kind of an asshole thing for me to do. But that game really allows you to kind of experiment with social stuff anyway it's, I, I think it's interesting to see how people react to things um but yeah i, I played this person right a couple times um i sloppily won i don't know how i was just walking around hacking things in front of people and no oh that's another thing too everyone's new so that was kind of rough the controls i'm not a big fan of a little bit of lag but also um nobody on console talks imagine that it's crazy like there'd be like one person like hello and we got a mic. And they're like, oh, how the fuck do people knock out a mic in a game where you got to talk? But like, people are just pissed the whole time. It's on like, PS5. Everyone has mics in the control. Exactly. That's the thing. Everyone's got a mic. Um, and then I talk back. Like, hey, there's somebody. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we're supposed to talk. I, and I get some people don't want to talk to each other. And sometimes that kind of works as a strategy in a game like this, uh, not talking much. But uh, and sometimes people just assume you're the person if you're not talking. Yeah. So anyway, uh, 
but yeah, no one talks. So it was like really rough. Um, so when I was playing the person, I was playing super sloppy. I think that's some of the footage you guys are watching uh, right now or somewhere in here. Uh, I was doing all this stuff in front of people and nobody was talking to each other. So no one, no, like one person was following me, but I was like shoving them off railing to get them away from me and shit. And uh, yeah, I ended up just like killing everybody. I'm like, that was stupid. I mean, though, those people aren't going to last very long, though, too. So Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them are going to stick around for sure um, if they like it. But, yeah, a lot of them are just kind of hopping in and checking it out, too. Yeah, so their experience isn't going to be what it's supposed to be without the talking. It's actually a big reason why, you know, obviously I didn't jump into it was because I know that's the part of it. And that's yeah. I don't want to do that. So, yeah. so instead of making it hard for other people, I'm just not going to play the game. Mm-hmm. I think so. Play with some French people. That was hard because they were all talking and I can only understand like a little bit of what they're saying. And I said some really bad French that they understood, which was cool. Um, but yeah, everybody in the room was French except for me. And it was like 4 p.m. PST. I was like, what are they doing here? Like, What's going on? Because they're normally up. Would like, that be like midnight for them? Yeah, maybe. They're, play- they're playing some late French games, dude. Um, yeah, because like back when I played like a lot of COD, like it'd be like five six seven a.m and they start showing up yeah because i think we're about 13 hours yeah from some, japan so something like that yeah australians definitely start getting up around four or five a.m here yeah they're they're about the same time um zone as they talk japan so talk I, don't, I hate generalizations but in my experience talk a lot of shit <laughs> um especially in cod uh so yeah anyway that was that was interesting uh seeing uh first class trouble being played with just like french people and i was just like uh Je ne parle pas français. Like, they're like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Anyway, it was funny. Uh, yeah. I, I had a lot of fun for the most part. I just wanted to play it on PC. I didn't want to play it on PS5, but I did. And for the most part, it works. And it works It works good enough. Like, if you're okay with those controls or that's the only way you can play the game, you're going to get good with those controls. Um, and you got access to that game, which I think is a really good game. Um, so, yeah, pretty good impressions. Just not the way I'd like to play it. And also, not with the uh, people lacking the experience I would want, which makes me sound elitist, but it's just kind of frustrating playing with a bunch of people who. Yeah, but that's not the game's on. fault. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, no, that's not going into my, my grade either. That's going yeah, yeah. to my impression of the game. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I'm probably going to grade this pretty high. I really like this game. So uh, it was just, you know, part of my experience playing the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is just funny because I went through it already on PC. Like we're all there, and now they're doing it on console, and I'm here, and I'm like, Ugh, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't want to do this. I mean, I get it, you know. Uh, it's a small tangent, real quick, but like I, you know, I play Final Fantasy 14. I'm not taking a break right now, but a lot of new people lately, and so like running dungeons, you get a lot of new people, and mm-hmm. so I just have to like have that mindset of like, uh, don't expect, you know, quick pulls. Like this is just going to be learning. And it's probably sloppy gameplay. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm understand. I'm never like, oh, you guys are fucking new. I hate this. Blah blah sure, blah. Sure, it's not ideal. I just in my brain, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Right. Why are they not you, looking at this dead body? You Why wanna, does nobody you care? You want to correct, but you got to realize yeah. you have to teach instead. Well, yeah, and I'm like, they're yeah. new. They just need to learn the game. Like it's just yeah. gonna take a month or so. But yeah. Anyway, um, it's a good time. I just wish more people talk. You have all, like, especially if you're playing on PS5, which I think you're only playing on PS5, you have a mic. So unless you don't talk, that which I get. works freakishly well. Yeah. So. Uh, that was such a genius thing with that controller, yeah. man. This is just, 
having a mic and speaker at all times. So like you just never have an excuse to not be able to communicate with people. Such a fucking smart idea. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, that's all I have to say on it. It was a fun time with some uh, social issues for me and uh, controls I wasn't a big fan of. But other than that, uh, it translates just fine and the game's come a long way. And uh, I would like to play it again on PC. Let's jump into recommendations. Uh, you didn't play it, but who would you, who'd you recommend it to? I mean, I think the obvious one would be if you're a fan of Among Us and you want more of that game genre. Social um, deduction. Yeah, that you should definitely give it a shot, uh, especially if you're into the idea of um, 3D spaces where, you know, uh, you could do something behind someone's back and they probably wouldn't see you. So, um, also, the game has, um, like we said before, the cooperative stuff. So, if that sounds appealing to you, if you like the idea of, like, haven't figured out if you can trust someone enough to like go into an airlock or get across a bridge, you know, so they don't let go of the button and let you drop to your death. Um, it is that kind of game, so for sure. Um, yeah, I don't really know who else to um, recommend the game to though, because it is a pretty specific genre. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it is kind of rough because I couldn't be like, if you like co-op games, because like. You could be like working with somebody you think is on your side and they kill you. Yeah. And that feels awful, but it feels good when you're the guy who did it. But uh, so, yeah, I can't be like, you should play for that because then you're going to be real disappointed. Uh, it is a social deduction game. So if you are into the idea of like Clue or, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Among Us or any of the other games out there uh, where you're trying to figure out who's who and who did what and blah, blah, blah. Um, you're going to really like it. If you like mysteries, murder mysteries, this is a murder mystery game pretty much because someone's going to get fucking killed. And you got to figure out who the hell did it. Um, if you like 1950s sci-fi aesthetic, I would I would recommend that because it's got that going on for it. Yeah. Um, if you like social games where you have to talk with each other and you don't mind people lying to you, um, it's <laughs> it's it will. Some people play games just to talk to people. No, I know. I've known people who play Call of Duty just to talk to people in fucking lobbies. Well, I mean, it's really weird. MMOs in general, when there's no content out, yeah. people still logging in or, or socially playing at that when, point. When I was playing regularly early on on PC, like I started to get to know random people. I would like come in a lobby and I'm like, oh, it's this guy again. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? And we started just like talking or whatever. For sure. So it is a social game. Um, so if you like social interaction with people and you are, you know, okay with playful lying, um, you're probably really gonna like be it. Be emotionally prepared. Yeah, yeah. Don't be like, "Oh, I just got betrayed by my new best friend." Yeah, because it's gonna happen a lot. Ain't personal, bro. Because yeah, some people you can tell they just like, especially when you've been lying to them for a long time in a match, and then you fuck them over. They're like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "That's the game, dude. I'm sorry." Yeah, their their communication skills and your gullibility were perfect together that's yeah. all that is so well i've been betrayed in it too and for a split second monkey brain's like what the fuck <laughs> and i'm like i'm like oh dude that's <laughs> i'm like god damn it and then i'm done that's about yeah. as far as i go but some people they just like i can't believe you fucking lied to me and i'm like that's that's how i win how could you have done this i can't win if i don't <laughs> some people just don't say much and then they just like let someone else kill everybody or they'll kill people those are the psychopaths <laughs> the, this this wasn't from my ps5 experience but one of the first times i ever played this game when it came out on pc this dude like 
killed me in a kitchen. No one saw it. And he's just killing people off and he's lying to everybody. And at the very end, like this guy went across the bridge and he just like pulled the bridge back and the guy couldn't get across. He's like, what the hell? He's like, sorry, dude. He's like, since the beginning, he like had this whole villain speech and he's just sitting there telling the guy, the guy's like, oh, what the fuck, dude? And then he's like, yeah, sorry, man, nothing personal. And I was like, that guy's a real psychopath. Like that guy, that guy's been preparing for this for his whole life. That game really shows you who's really a fucking nutcase. Um, so if you're interested in that too, if you like to watch like Netflix documentaries on serial killers, play this game. Because you're going to run into a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump into grades. You didn't play, but what would you grade visually? Um, so, yeah, purely as a, a form of, of content to take in visually. Um, I would say it's entertaining enough. Um, I could watch streams of it. So um, I'd probably give it a B. I think it, it's fun enough to watch. Um, I couldn't do it all the time. I'd get burnt out real quick. But, I mean, it's the same with things like Among Us. If if I see a bunch of people I know streaming, they're all collabing together and playing Among Us, I'll watch it because the banter is worth the watch. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I couldn't watch all well, the Well, that's the, that's the thing that's great about First Class Trouble, too, is the amount of variables that happen per round. It's not just, like, you got to learn this map. It's, like, there's a lot of random things that can happen. Uh, and so that makes... It, very replayable, but also very watchable. Yeah. Because, you know, someone's like really good at lying. Something could really throw them off in certain situations. You got to really think on your fucking feet in that game. Yeah. And if you could get enough people together um, to control like what comes out of people's mouths better. Yeah. Um, I do think that is worth it. Though I do, th I do think, I do think Twitch, even though they might not like it, I, I do think there is a thing in there that basically says, you know, if it's out of your control, you can't really do anything about it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not having a sure I don't stream. So, yeah, uh, I think First Class Trouble is the best social deduction game ever made. I think it's really good, and solid. It's a lot of fun, and even though uh, emotionally I can become fatigued playing it, especially when people get really pissy playing it, I'm like, ah, I don't want to deal with that. Uh, it's a great game, and even though I had some hurdles uh, on PS5 with the controls, which is basically a personal thing, but also I think that they could have designed them better. So that I mean, is, you did that say is, they felt top heavy. That is the game. Yeah. yeah. So they feel encumbered. Maybe you can change them. I don't know. I didn't do that. Um, and a little bit of lag, but the game just came out. I'm sure they'll fix it. Um, it was still a great game and made me want to play it on PC. So I'm going to give this shit an A minus. It's the best uh, uh, social deduction game I've played. It's a lot of fun when I was playing it a lot. Not playing it now, but uh, maybe I'll hop back into it. But yeah, I think it's really good. Best in class. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Mm-mm. All right, let us know in the comments below. Uh, what did you think of First Class Trouble? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you like social deduction games? Are you able to play them? Um, what is your favorite one? Is it Among Us? Because that was everybody's favorite for a little bit there. Um, what other ones are there? Project Winter. Project, oh my God, dude. You want to <laughs> deal with fucking trolls. That game's full of them. <laughs> and That's a fun one to watch. People get crazy. <laughs> Maybe now, dude. When I played it, again, that was one of those games I played early on, and, like, people were just, like, people who weren't even, like, the fucking killer would be, like, just trolling people and shit. Or they wouldn't like the way you talk, so they would just, like, kill you and stuff. It's really annoying. But anyway, let me know in the comments what you think of First Class Trouble and what you think of other games in the genre, which one's your favorite. And uh, if you don't like these kind of games, why don't you like them? Uh, let me know in the comments below. What do you think of that? Uh, last game we played this month is Kingdoms of MLR Re-Reckoning which is a remaster of the original game that came out on 360 in which you uh, play as a dude who has uh, died and been resurrected in an experiment in a lab that gets attacked by a group of people who are 
um, waging a war at the time. I think it's like a crystal war or something. Um, and yeah, it's an open world third person action RPG. Uh, it's stories written by Ari Salvatore. Ari Salvatore, if that name means anything to you. Uh, he did Legend of Dritz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you run around, you hit things, you sneak around if you want to and stab things. You make decisions that actually have consequences and you level up and it has a fate system. Your character's like the fateless or something, right? I forgot I forgot what it's called. Yeah, most people like canonically have like a path, a fate, you know, like they that they have to follow. You can pick one at will, which is basically their way of having a job system or a class system. Mm-hmm. So um, and yeah, you just run around, you do quests and you get gear and level up. Mm. We both played it. I'm going to mm. let you jump in your impressions this time on kingdoms of Amlor. Okay. Um, so first thing I want to say is, um, did play this originally when it came out. And so it was kind of interesting coming back to this game. Um, I played a lot more this time than that time. Mm. <laughs> um, and I think, I mean, you kind of talked about this a little bit, but I think it also um, has a lot to do with uh, age. But when I played it when I was younger, um, the game has a lot of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, and no, so it's kind of crazy. It was um, hard for me to get into at the time. Uh, now that I enjoy that kind of stuff, um, it was a lot easier for me to get into. I do think there is some interesting um, dialogue in the game, though the story itself is not super compelling to me. What they're saying, um, I think he's done really well, actually. Um so that part felt really good. Um, I don't want to knock the graphics too much because it is a, a, a remaster of an yeah. old game. So um, it gets kind of a pass there. Yeah, um, it's kind of tricky. Yeah. We start critiquing the graphics because you have to recognize the game came out multiple generations ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, mechanically, it has aged a lot. This game is not um, enjoyable in that sense. Uh, the menu system is a huge pain in the butt. Um and I play a lot of Japanese games, so it's very menu heavy, and they do it way better than this game does. So yeah, it's an older game too, but it's still like even back then, it's it's just really clunky. Yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Um, the the world um, is not super interesting to me, mostly just because um, it was designed to be a different game before the the realized product and it feels kind of empty because of it so um i do yep. believe it was supposed to be an mmo first they turn it into a single player um, rpg and so uh design philosophy doesn't really match in my opinion in that yeah regard. the environment's like really fucking big but vacant very and open empty, yeah there's not a whole lot of ambient things happening. There's not like a lot of NPCs, a lot of enemies. I also don't expect it to be like super dense because I realized this came out a long time ago too. Yeah, but other games in the genre back then weren't like this. Right, right. I'm just saying like it. it's definitely, uh, just to kind of be a little fair on it, it it wouldn't need a lot to feel more full, um, like a tree here, a tree there type of thing. It does feel, um, They didn't do a lot with it, essentially. So, not to jump in too too early, but like I think that's probably my biggest complaint about the whole game in general is the environments. They're not the worst thing ever, but they're almost like N sixty four designed. The graphics aren't, but like it's just like these flat areas that feel like you're in a big giant room, like a Conquer or Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, hundred percent. And then like all these just trees that just go up into the ceiling, Mm. and like you just feel like you're entering like rooms, these big rooms that are flat. 
Yeah. They're like supposed to look like a forest and it's just weird. And of course, again, you could like go, well, it's on three sixty. Like the games before three sixty didn't look like that. Like, right. Right. So it's definitely their design. Like, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of where my complaints end though, to be honest. Um, I think they had a lot of really great ideas, especially for the time the game came out. It does have a lot of classes and a lot of weapons, which I really appreciate. Um, I went with a dual dagger build, um, though I don't like the stealth system of the game, but most old games sucked at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but combat feels like it feels fine. It's not too complicated. It's not too simple either. You do have a lot of tools at your disposal, especially as you level and put points into things. Um, you know, it has multiple armors. They do change your appearance, which even games today struggle with. So I give them credit for that as well. So I had something recently that didn't do that. It's it's insane to me. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I guess it's the character the character models they want you to look at, but like the way they design them. But like Tales of Arise, you get all this like armor and, st- armor and stuff. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, I still think that's kind of weird. I mean, I get it. You're playing like a character and they have a design type of thing. But uh, Well, they also sell you like costume packs so you can dress your character. Yeah. And there's like owls that have like cosmetics you can design a character with but like at the same time i would much rather i mean got armor very bandai namco yeah 100 yeah. but, but it's uh, a modern game that that doesn't do that i so. do understand also philosophy wise like you're playing a character there versus in this game you make a character yeah so there's a little bit of a difference in that regard um but that being said for its time it it did quite a bit actually i think um the quest structure i think is actually really good too which is kind of pleasant to say because um again there are games that come out now that don't do a very good job of it but like mm-hmm. there's hubs you go to you can grab a bunch of quests including your side quests and they show up very clearly on your map regardless if you've discovered the area or not so you know which direction to go to really easily um which i appreciate because i get lost easy so um, i was able to get around really easily which i i liked um the game also uh does a really good job of in the towns, I should say, uh, feeling alive in that sense. There are NPCs wandering around. You go in the buildings. There's like uh, the vendors, but there's also like uh, customers inside the store and stuff like that. It's not like super yeah. robust, but yeah. But it's funny that towns actually feel like populated, and the world doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So because like when I walk in towns, there's NPCs everywhere. It's not yeah, like it feels like three it feels people. good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, that's some credit I will give the game. Um. For sure, I, I do think. I honestly think there's a lot of like good stuff in this game that if they just kind of did a instead of doing a remaster, if they put it on a remake and modernize some stuff in the game, yeah. I actually think this could be a really cool game. Um, it is kind of a shame that, um, and I'm sure it's not going to make enough money now either. But I don't think it it ever made enough money to, for people to care again. So, yeah, I mean, a little revealing, but like uh, I, I do think they should make a Kingdoms of Amalur too. Yeah. Just make a sequel to this. You did the remaster. Make a sequel. Make it modern. Keep some of your like fate ideas and stuff like that, and keep a combat system that's similar, kind of that weird fable system. Um, but you know, better graphics, better world, please, and uh, you know, fucking have uh, Ari Salvatore come back in and write another story. Um, I think you'd have a solid ass game. I think that some of the things that held this game back were things that could be fixed in modern day pretty easily kind of sucks man that guy has done a couple game stories now and uh they always end up being games that aren't necessarily developed very well um versus there was one on on playstation 2 it was a D game where he plays a party of heroes and it was just a a beat-em-up basically and that was fun but i don't think mm-hmm. it got very good advertising so 
Yeah, I don't remember what that is, but I remember he's he's wrote stories, written stories for a couple, a couple things. Yeah, quite a few now. Yeah. So, um, I know this one. He was he wanted to like invest in like writing like a whole world, and he did, I guess. But um, I remember early on reading about this game and saying like he wanted to make like you know a bunch of games after it, and keep writing the story. So yeah, money though for sure. I bet you because I don't know too many people play the original. Which wasn't successful, no. Yeah. So, but yeah, overall, I think yeah, good ideas didn't age well. Um, would love to see more of it in a modern way because I do think I do think it's interesting for sure. So, yeah, um, this game's really interesting for me because I remember when it first came out, I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the way the world uh, was designed. I didn't like the combat. Um, I didn't like the menu system. So a lot of the complaints you could have nowadays about it, I had then. So it's not necessarily a remaster. It's an old game. Like, oh, you can't judge it. I did then. So um, I had a lot of issues with this game. But in retrospect, I keep thinking about how back then I was a big Elder Scrolls fanboy. And since it's like, you know, looking at a, a, a open world city action game and comparing it to a Rockstar game back then, it's unfair to be like, wow, it's not Skyrim. Well, it's not. Uh, not Skyrim, fucking um, Oblivion. It's mm. not, you know, Morrowind. So I, I think I was viewing it through an unfair lens because playing it again, it's funny. I was like, oh, dude, I got to play Kingdoms of Amalur. <laughs> I started playing and I was like, ah, I, I want to see what they did with the remaster at the very least. And uh, I started playing and I'm looking around at everything and I'm like, dude, I hate these environments. They look so fucking stupid. Um, but then I kept playing it and I kept playing it and I put, I, I ended up putting like, I think uh, like 11 hours into the game, which isn't a lot, but it's way more than I planned on putting into it. And, uh, yeah, I got to a point where I started enjoying it. I started liking the combat. Uh, I as I unlocked more skills for my build and this game allows you to make a build. Um, I ended up making kind of like a sneaky crit rogue type character, even though the sneak in that game is not that great. Yeah. Um, mostly because the movement speed when you're sneaking around is way too slow. It's so fucking, it's so annoying, but uh, you can sneak up behind, behind people and kill them instantly, which is nice. But uh, as I started kind of crafting a, uh, a build and uh, getting out of a lot of the beginning areas that I didn't really get past when I originally played this game, um, I started getting to the point where I wasn't playing the game for the show. I was playing it because I wanted to keep playing it. Mm. I was having fun. Um, The story never really got too interesting for me, but about 11 hours into the game, there's like a lot of dialogue happening and characters being developed. I was like, I almost wanted to go back and like pay attention fully because I wasn't doing it first. Because like I said before, I wasn't a fan of the game originally. Uh, I almost wanted to go back and pay attention because I was like, they're actually trying really hard here to tell a story. And I feel like I'm kind of discrediting the game by not, Right. Paying attention because they like, the, like, you know, in my head, I was like, ah, it's just bullshit. They don't care about the story. I don't either. But then I was playing more. I'm like, they're really trying to tell a story here. Like, I really like I started paying attention too late. But I was like, there's like full on cut scenes where characters are like talking with each other. And there's like this bigger story happening. I was like, man, that's crazy. Um, questing, I think, is fun. Um, you know, it's pretty basic. A lot of times, like, go find this, go find that. Some of the missions are like, Fetch hey, quest, yeah. I hid this thing here. Go find that. Uh, kill this dude. Um, and yeah, a lot of them are like going into dungeons and caves and shit and fighting things. And, uh, because the combat system does become pretty robust, um, going and doing quests is a lot of fun because you get excuse to fight more things, level up, uh, explore areas that are pretty interesting. 
their interiors are a lot more interesting than their than the outside areas. Um, For sure. One thing though, and one place did it, but you could tell there's a time when like you'd have to go into a cave and then backtrack out of it. And this game was like probably came out like right before people started making like easy ways to get out of caves. The shortcut systems, yeah. shortcuts, whether you teleport out or there's like an opening that brings you back back to the beginning of the cave. There's like one or two caves that did that in this. Other than that, everything else I had to like backtrack out mm-hmm. of, which was really annoying. The game's got fast travel though, so that's nice. Yeah, uh, you don't have to do a lot of backtracking like across the world, uh, which was really convenient. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to play a game where like you did have to backtrack out of caves. But luckily, I just remembered how the hell I came in and just ran out real fast. Um, the game pr- uh, proposes, not proposes, uh, gives a, a fairly good challenge to some of the enemies. I guess they're leveled, so maybe I was just fighting things that are higher level to me. But um, there was fights where like I almost died or I would get like my ass kicked by something really big that I wasn't quite prepared for. Which is something I miss in a lot of games, going into zones and going like, ooh, I'm not supposed to be here yet. Um, but then fighting something that you're not supposed to fight and then you kill it and you're like, oh, hell yeah. I fucking... Yeah, because everything these days is adapted to like yeah. scale to you. Yeah, everything yeah. scales, uh, which I understand why they do that, too. And For it's, sure. it's fine in most cases. But uh, I do miss coming back to here and being like, I'm way stronger than you now. Or like, ooh, that guy, I got to yeah. conquer that. Um, combat's pretty cool. It's it's like a better version of the Fable combat system. Um, you press one button for one one type of... It's an attack, but it's a certain weapon. And then the other button, the other weapon uh, they have equipped, whether it's like two melee weapons or like a, um, a bow and arrow and a sword or daggers and a Staff. weird fucking wand that shoots fire. Um, you can really kind of create really interesting combos, uh, specifically ones that are going to be more tailored to whatever build you're working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my guy, I was using dual daggers that had poison on them. And uh, I had a poison move that I had activated at all times. And then uh, I had a teleport move as well. And then I was using uh, like some kind of fire wand as my secondary because every oh. once in a while I'd run into. We played pretty similar. I, uh, I would run into uh, enemies that were really weak to fire. So I would just hit them with that shit and then start flopping around with my daggers. Yeah, it's funny because when I originally played it, I uh, the easy uh, tree to go towards was like daggers and a bow because mm-hmm. like all the gears kind of like set up for that right off the bat. But I did see there was an advanced tree for deck or yeah, stealth and magic. And I was like, I kind of want to do that. And that's, yeah. yeah. And the game allows that. Yeah. And the combat even with magic is like fast paced and actiony. So it's, it's uh gameplay wise fun. Um, it doesn't have like a slower pace at all. You're just kind of like going through dudes and blocking. And you, that's one thing that's weird about the design though, is like you have a shield for your block that you just pull out. Then you block with the shield and you go back to using your daggers or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of hate that. But Yeah, it's weird. It's like they didn't want to make animations for every weapon blocking. So they're just like, I ah, just pull out a shield every time you block. I'm sure it was a lot easier. But I'm sure it was great for them. <laughs> yeah. But I look at them like, God damn, dude. Yeah. I don't want that big shield. That's not that. That's not me, dude. That's the old me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I it's weird. I, I, I enjoyed playing this game. I yeah. liked it. Uh, I actually kind of, you know, I... In the back of my head, before I played, I was like, it'd be funny if I played and I liked it this time around. So I wasn't even surprised that it happened because I feel like a lot of it was bias of the reason why I didn't like it originally. It also has some issues. The menus are clunky. I don't like the way they're set up. It is an older game. Some games still have that kind of, but it's uh, it could be better. But it's an older game, so I'm not going to hold it against it too much. And then the environments are still shit. Like, they were shit back then. They're shit now. They do get better later in the game. Um, but I, I just think they're designed so poorly um 
And again, if those uh, those things that I read a long time ago about the game originally supposed to be an MMO were true, uh, they probably designed the environments for for multiple people to be running around. And so that's why they're big, open, and flat. Um, but when you're just by yourself, you feel like you're just in this like fucking Willy Wonka goddamn warehouse. It's weird. It's a weird design, and I'm not a fan of it. Um, yeah, combat's good. There's different armors and weapons, and they all look different, which is always more exciting. Skill trees. Um, plenty of quests to do, uh, quests you can take on that you can't do yet, so you work towards them, um, and a fully fleshed out story. So yeah, I, I I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. All right, jumping to recommendations. Hmm. Um, I would recommend that it's so hard to recommend an old game to people because I'm like, didn't you play it? You didn't? Uh, well, maybe play it, but there might be better games now. Um, but yeah, I'd recommend it to anybody who uh, likes. Uh, fantasy games, uh, RPGs, action RPGs, not like traditional RPGs. Uh, if yeah, you, RPGs. I don't want to <laughs> recommend it too hard for people who like games like Skyrim, Oblivion, fucking Morrowind, because those games are like really crafting a story for you. You really get to make decisions and really make your own character. And even though this game, you do get to make characters well, it's not as immersive as those games so Kill systems are completely different too yeah, it's, yeah so it's hard to compare the two in that sense i think it's closer to something like fable um yeah. so if you do like fable i think you'd probably like this i think that's the more responsible um uh suggestion i could give somebody is a recommendation is, is to say if you like fable you probably will like this in fact as somebody who likes fable and fable 2 um i think i almost liked this more because it felt like what Fable was trying to do, even though social systems in Fable are really cool. They did a lot of really cool, interesting ideas. Especially but, Fable 2. But core gameplay, uh, this is a tighter game, I think, um, and a better experience. So, yeah, if you like this kind of games, definitely play this. If you like games uh, where you do a lot of like, fetch quests, running around, doing side quests, main quests, just action RPGs, but like... Um, uh, more specifically, ones where the world's not scaling with you, um, it's kind of a nice... Uh, reminder of what games were like um so it's definitely check it out there like da- then dragon's dogma is like that too I think. yeah 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 that era is like the last era yeah and, um anything anything you want to add yeah i mean you said kind of the main ones um you know third person you know action role-playing games uh western rpgs would be the best way to, to work that i guess um, if you're into those, I think Fable was actually a very good suggestion. I wasn't even thinking that until you said it. Um, but I didn't play a whole lot of Fable outside of Fable. Was it two or three? I, I loved Fable and Fable two, but Fable three not so much. Fable one was the reason I stopped playing Xbox originally. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a big disappointment for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you like R.A. Salvatore's um, works, I would recommend checking it out just to even see that aspect of it. I read like a like a expanded thing on the story, and it's actually pretty intricate. Like, Dude's a good writer, so like it's 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 intriguing. When I was reading about like the the all these wars and stuff that happened in that world, I'm like, oh, they're actually like they're gonna do a whole thing. Okay, I, I have all the audiobooks if you ever want to listen to more. So um, maybe, yeah. So I mean, that is definitely a big suggestion if you like. Um, you know, being able to construct a, a a class in a game that that kind of fits towards your tailored play style. This yeah, game class does allow that, though yeah. it is it is older, so don't expect like amazing um, customization. But it is more than I expected, hundred um, percent. And yeah, um, I had something else, and I lost it. Anyways, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. Mm, I can't think of anything else either. 
It's it's uh I feel like a lot of people I think if you like action games, you could probably play this. I mean, if you're I know some people don't like to worry about putting gear on and stuff, which is kind of weird because most games have that nowadays. But um, I it's think there's a lot to worry about though. It's a pretty regard. straightforward mm-hmm. action game too. It's an RPG for sure. But like, if you just want to like hit some buttons and kill shit, yeah, you want to Hulk smash, just push strength on everything, you're good. Yeah. So I mean, like, I really feel like a lot of people could play this, but it is a fantasy RPG. That is trying to make you make decisions and pay attention to quests and stuff like that. So if you try and do something a little, it's kind of mindless. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people could play it. Yeah, I think so too. It is older though, so um, be okay with that, I guess, because yeah. it's not going to be as uh, streamlined as modern games. True. And uh, again, I hope they make a second one because I feel like a, a lot of the ideas, if they were brought to a more modern game, yeah, it didn't have to be a direct sequel. Even if it's just in that world. I would love if they made the sequel they wanted to make back in the day. Yeah, I'm just saying in general, though. Especially because THQ Nordic. So, like, they're, they've are they shown a million times now they're well, and experimental and seeing if people want shit or not. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of times they do their remasters to test the waters anyways. So Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they they made the Darksiders 3 people wanted. Yeah. They wasn't going to get made at first, so. um, Yeah, anything else? No. Let's jump into the grades. I will grade it first. I'm going to give it a surprising, very strong B+. I actually really enjoyed the game. Um, I am not going to uninstall it. I do plan on playing it more. Um, if I was paying attention to the story more, uh, maybe I should go back and pay attention to it. Uh, I would maybe give it an A-. Um, it's it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun game. I'm definitely enjoying myself, uh, even with uh, the caveat of all the old uh, systems and things that work more common back in the day but you know in 2021 playing it uh with a less biased mind maybe it's maybe it's because i have uh you know more criticisms of bethesda now than i did back in the day i don't know um i i thought it was a fun game so yeah b plus i'm going um, high this episode you are um yeah i mean i already said it but like the game has a lot of really good ideas especially for its time um I do think it suffers very heavily from being old, though, which I don't like to use as a as a uh, factor as much. But it, it definitely it is it, it aged too much. I think there's some games I play that are older that I'm like, man, this is still really good nowadays. Yeah. Like they did a great job. This game is just a little before that era, where it's like, oh, that's an older game. <laughs> like you can definitely tell a lot of the a lot of the ideas yeah. that we don't use anymore in games are in that game. And one well, and, and and because of that, um, I don't find it enjoyable to play the game. Mm. Um, so I'm not uh, trying to be as fair as possible. I'm gonna give it a C plus. I I love a lot of the stuff in it. I would love to see a new modernized version of this game, but this version of the game is just way too hard for me to play. Um, it's just. I have so many more options of games I could play um, that there's nothing here that's strong enough to pull me in at this point. So, hmm. I mean, fair. That's funny. The last two, I'm like a whole grade above you like yeah. where we're at. Normally, we're really close. Um, so this is definitely my month. I even gave uh, the dodgeball game something. Knockout City. Knockout City. Um, <laughs> I even gave that a pretty high grade, so that's that's crazy. Yeah, this is not my month. This will be at a, all. <laughs> possibly a competitive month for our uh, best month of PlayStation Plus episode coming in a, about a month and a half. So stay tuned for uh, that. Yeah, yeah. 
I got to create a roster and fucking do that whole thing. Those are always fun to do, but it's kind of more production than I'm used to when it comes to doing episodes. For sure. But they're always fun to do. Um, so, yeah, C+. Plus, yeah. B plus. Yes. I almost want to give it A minus, but it's not. I don't love it, but I liked it a lot. Um, and yeah, let us know in the comments what you guys think about Kingdoms of Amalar Re Reckoning. Um, what you think about it as a game nowadays? Did you play it? Did you play the remaster? Did you play the one in the past? How do you think it stacks up? Uh, do you think there's any major differences? Is there something you didn't like about the uh, remaster that we played? Um, did you not play it? If you didn't play, why didn't you play? Maybe play the original, but you're like, ah, I don't want to play the new one. And uh, yeah, let us know everything you think about in the comments below and all the games you talked about. But that's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club for November. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check out our streams and socials linked down below. You can also check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And uh, we have a Discord actually linked in the info box. Uh, apparently, it wasn't there for a while, so I've just been lying to you for a long time. It's just a game, dude. That's how I win. So don't <laughs> don't get upset with me. Um, so yeah, if you'd like to talk to us anytime, all time, uh, Discord is linked down below. Uh, again, and we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, if you're brand new, stay tuned. We have a game of the month coming out very soon where we'll be talking about Remnant from the Ashes and picking our new game of the month, the last game of the month for 2021. So find out what that is. And then uh, we're going to try and do a taste cast sooner and later because I have played like 50 games and I'd like to talk about at least 12 of them. Um, with you guys because all of them are like all relevant new games that you probably have opinions on as well uh so yeah i've been seth thank you for joining me chevy i'll see you real soon oh, yeah. for game of the month and uh, i'll see you guys soon too until then uh have a good one guys and take it easy